Scouting out of the blue corner. He gives you your football meat and potatoes style and is the undisputed king of detailed player analysis. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Steve the Scout. Hey guys, this is Steve the Scout and Austin Smith. We are the host of the Pro Football Scouting Show, and today we are going to be breaking down defensive lineman Jeffrey Simmons from Mississippi State. Uh, this show is brought to you by Pigskin Nut. Uh, Pigskin Nut is the football news that you've been missing, and uh, you know if you're if you're excited about the NFL draft, then we got some good news for you. We're going to be giving you our live analysis on the NFL draft, pick by pick through the first three rounds. As as they happen, our scouts are going to break down. Did we think this was a good move? Do we not think this was a good move? That way, you're not just getting, you know, this the the general watered down stuff that you might be getting when you're watching on TV. You're going to get a more in depth analysis and opinion on that pick. So uh, join us on Facebook and Twitter. We'll be giving live updates on there. Uh, and again, that is going to be for the first three rounds uh, of the NFL draft. So uh, Austin, today we're going to be breaking down. Uh, defensive lineman Jeffrey Simmons, and uh, um, you know, I, I'll I'll start out by by saying this. Um, you know, I can't ignore it for a lot of reasons, but they went to the same school. Um, they both they both win it. They both won in college the same way. You know where I'm going, but um, yeah, absolutely. Do we do we see some Chris Jones in this guy? Um, you know, um, a little bit. I mean, the, the, the versatility is, is there to be maybe be a 3-4 end or, you know, uh, an interior player on the 4-3, um, you know, and I, I, I won't lie. I mean, there's a little bit of Fletcher Cox in him, too, while you're at it. I mean, this, this is a guy that's, you know, he's got some traits that are favorable to both. And uh, the upside is, I think, there with both of those players as well. Obviously, Chris maybe probably wasn't quite as polished as I think Cox and, and, and Simmons, uh, you know, Cox was and Simmons is as a prospect. But, uh, but no, the upside uh, with all three of them, I thought, uh, was very similar. Um, and, yeah, Chris Jones, I mean, like I say, at, at the, the ability to, like, I mean, Jones was a 3-4 was a end. Now it's looking like he's, you know, with the, the scheme tweaks, he may be playing a little bit more of a three-tech spot there in Kansas City. Uh, you know, as they transition, um, but but I'll I'll say that much. I mean, it's the, the versatility. Yeah, you see it. You see a guy that can that can you know you know pretty much have an impact in any front that you know the league has to offer. Yeah, you know they they both they both they both have long arms. You know, Chris Jones a little bit taller, six six foot six. Um, yeah. Didn't didn't quite compare the arm length measurement, but but you know they they both they both win with length. Uh, they both they both win win with power, and uh, to me, you know, the other thing very similar is that, um, like you said, you can play these guys, you know, all over all over the offensive line. You know, the the first game uh, that that I look at it is, uh, you know, the game game against Iowa. So, you know, as a defensive lineman, you always like to look at tape where you know this college is known for having quality offensive linemen, and uh, you know, you look at you look at Jeffrey Simmons. 
playing playing against Iowa, um, and uh, you 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 saw him constantly taking on double teams, constantly driving you know <laughs> you know driving the offensive lineman back and back into the quarterback, and um, you know he was he was commanding double teams and even. Even when he wasn't, you know, even even when he wasn't getting to the quarterback, he was he was affecting, you know, a lot a lot of plays in that game. And again, the way this guy wins is is ba- is based on power. It's based on length. It's based on speed. Um, but then, you know, you turn on a game, turn on the game against the Florida Gators. Uh, you see him playing five technique on on the outside, and you see, wow, this guy has a really impressive get off. Um, I think, um, you know, that, so you, so you just see the versatility all over, you know, you see that a guy, you know, he has, he has the power to play, he has the power to play a one, he has, you know, he has the, you know, violent hands and ability to slide and, uh, to slide and swim to play a three technique. Uh, and then, and then you look at again, playing the five technique, you know, he has, he has the ability, you know, to, to get off, get off the ball, get off the ball quickly. Um, to me, where you know where I see you know him struggling, you know in some areas is uh, edge containment. You know is is one of them. I'm gonna there's a few other areas that I'll go into. I'm gonna turn the reins over to you in a bit, but um, you know doesn't you know has some issues sealing the edge. Doesn't always when you know he ta- he takes he's great he's great at getting to the quarterback. Meaning you know when he's when he's playing inside and he's rushing straight through. He has he has a he has a knack for getting to the quarterback. But, you know, and, and it's because, you know, he hasn't doesn't have as much experience doing it. But I think this is a guy that if he spends more time at the five technique and, you know, works on some of some of his moves, you know, to close on the quarterback um, and get around the edge a little bit better. Um, this guy is going to be a very versatile, very versatile weapon, you know, for, for any team. And um, while he's still raw, look, it's the NFL draft. These players are supposed to be raw. I feel like we keep hearing that this guy is raw Well, every guy is raw. But, you know. Um, you got to look, I look at a guy like him and, um, he's, he's, you know, he's, he's raw, he's raw in terms of having a game plan, but there, there's a lot of other areas where, you know, he's, he's ready to come in and kick some butt right away. Uh, so we're going to take, we're going to take a quick commercial break. I'll come back and give some more thoughts on, uh, on Mr. Simmons, but we're going to turn it over to our other resident scout after our commercial break, Austin Smith. We'll be right back. And Austin, we're back with you, buddy. So, talk to us. What comes to your mind when you, when you look when you look at Jeffrey Simmons, uh, defensive lineman from Mississippi State? Uh, you know, the first thing I see is uh, the the power in his hands. I mean, that's something I remember the first game I watched on him. Obviously, going into the season, I knew about the Nick Bosa's, the Ed Oliver's, uh, the um, you know some of the others like. Uh, Draymond Jones, I'd done my homework on uh, a guy like Raekwon Davis that went back to Alabama. I'd, I'd already done a lot of homework on those guys. Simmons was a name that I knew I was going to have to do more home or I was going to have to start my homework on when the season started. And that's just the first thing that popped out on tape. You talked about that Iowa game. I mean, just the initial boom, I mean, was just that was the first thing that that reminded me when I we were talking about Fletcher Cox and and, and Chris Jones. That was the first thing that reminded me of Fletcher Cox because I remember Fletcher Cox at Mississippi State. I mean, he just he he just jarred people. I mean, play after play, offensive linemen. I mean, it, it was no longer about getting your hands on him. It was about finding a way to keep his hands off of you. And and you know, you just saw some of those similarities. Uh, with Simmons, um, 
Now, after that, I mean, we go into the athleticism. I mean, hey, this is a guy. Is is he as explosive off the snap as Ed Oliver is, who's probably, you know, in a yeah. class of his own? No, he's not. But it's certainly very good. I mean, he certainly has the ability to shoot a gap without truthfully having to put his hands on anybody, if, if that's what he's asked to do. Um, uh, but, you know, I, I'll say this how active he is throughout the play. I mean, not just, you know, the, the contact with the offensive linemen, but, but you know, the process of, of getting off the block, of locating the ball, of, you know, getting through traffic, of working off the second blocker. I mean, this is a guy with a hunger for the ball that's, I mean, th- there's not a lot in this people in this class. I mean, Quinnen Williams is probably – you know, at the top of my chart, but Jeffrey Simmons is right behind him. I mean, I remember going back to the LSU tape, and that was a game where the defense gave Mississippi State chance after chance to get back into that football game. I think 19-3, uh, to 3, I, I think, is what it ended, but it was like, guys, Mississippi State, your offense, if y'all just one or two big plays, I mean, you're back in this game, and the defense kept giving them opportunities, and I mean, I think Simmons came away with like 10 total tackles in that thing from the defensive tackle position. I mean, that's a heck of a number. 10 tackles from an interior defensive lineman position, so, you know, this was a guy, and obviously, that was a little bit of a run-heavy game, but, but I mean, this is a guy that just throughout the process, from whistle to whistle, you know, um, you see so many things throughout the process of it that you like. Like I say, the strong punch, the initial quickness, you know, to be able to. He's got a again. high floor. I'll say that. Oh, absolutely. Now, I, I agree with you. You know, some of the things that um, there are definitely some things that uh, that he um, that he needs to work on. You know, obviously, the the he's kind of one dimensional in his, you know, ability to. Uh, to separate from blocks. Now, here's the thing. Yes. I think he does yes. a pretty darn good job of getting off blocks. Power. But he, he Power. Yeah, he's, yes. a, he's, a, he's pretty, um, he's pretty one dimensional in it. You know, I mean, obviously, I would have loved, I, yep, I you know, to have seen him. And obviously, you know, at his age, uh, you know, his classification, he wouldn't have gotten a chance to play in the senior bowl. But we saw Montez Sweat, his teammate, who was a very raw prospect. And we Much saw more. him go to the senior bowl. And man, all of a sudden, this guy's starting to put some things together from what they're teaching him. That one week, we saw some some growth in technique from him. And it's like, man, if we could have seen, you know, maybe Simmons in an environment like that, how much would that guy have grown in one week, you know, getting some of those techniques thrown at him? So it's something that, you know, obviously a defensive line, uh, a defensive line coach is going to have to be, you know, mindful of when they bring him in. But man. The foundation you've already got with the player, I mean, it, it's there. This is a guy with lower body power. This is a guy with power in his hands. He's only 21. Um, only oh, 21. oh, absolutely. He's a young guy. I mean, um, you know, I, I going back to the Fletcher Cox comparison, I think he's more in Chris Jones's uh, category when it comes to his core strength, when it comes to, you know, being able to, uh, to hold up at the point on a double team and, and being able to – you know, to stay on balance and things like that. I, you know, that was something that Cox was just absolutely phenomenal in. And uh, I think, um, I, I think uh, Jeffrey Simmons, uh, you know, he, he's still got some room to go in that area, but, uh, but yeah, definitely a strong foundation. Like I say, the, the instincts, just the power in the hands, the power in the lower body, uh, 
the uh, the tenacity of his game. Those are all things that, uh, gosh, it, you know, if he doesn't have that knee injury, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I think right now I've got him 35th on my board because of the knee injury. Without that knee injury, I'm having a hard time saying he's not my fourth or fifth best prospect in this class. And at one point prior to the injury, I think I had him as high as three right there behind Williams and Bosa. So, so this is a guy that, you know, you know, we, we look back at some of the, you know, the other situations like Miles Jack and Jalen, you know, Smith, you know, injury situations that drops them, you know, much further than they should have. You know, those were top 10 prospects and, and, you know, they've paid off pretty well for their teams. You know, obviously you'd love, you know, whoever's going to pick him is going to love to look at that and hope that, you know, that that's the scenario, you know, that the ACL, you know, you know, comes back and he's better as good as ever. Obviously, like we said, only 21, the guys, you know, the guy's pretty still at a pretty resilient age as far as his body, you know, being able to heal. So, um, so, I mean, obviously, you know, the, the, the injury drops him on my board, but without the injury, this is one of the best football players in this class, in my, in my opinion. Yeah, and, um, you know, I kind of want, wanted to hear, um, I'll, I'll go first, but, you know, I want, kind of want to hear what you thought was the best spot for him on, on the defensive line. Uh, I, I really feel that when you look at, you know, the one, three and the five technique, you know, I feel his best fit really is 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 at a three because you know an area where uh i seem to feel like you know he did he did struggle at times is you know if when he when he when he was covering two gaps you know as strong as he is you know he was he's not he's not you know he's not the size of dexter lawrence who we're going to go over the, the core has got to get a lot stronger he i mean that's the big difference so so, so that core strength has to be has to be better if he's gonna take yeah. on double teams yeah so so when you saw him take on double teams especially you know just covering covering two gaps you know you, you you saw that as much strength and as power as as he has um you know he, he'll get he'll get he'll get neutralized and you know that's 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 really why i think um you know, and, and like I said, he's 21 years old. He has more. He has he has more. He has more time to grow to grow in, into into this body, and he's going to get bigger. But when when you when you look at him slide and swim, um, you know, I mean, he he just he just does he just does that so well. And you know, when you want to talk about you know winning winning a one on one battle, you know, he's 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 gonna he's gonna win most of those in the NFL. Um, and the violent hands, and then and then really just you know. Taking taking the inside, and once he gets the inside, he closes quickly on the quarterback. So, for me, uh, I think I think the ideal position for him is a is is a three technique. Do you see it that way, or, or do you maybe slide him more in? You know, have him play a one. What do you think is is best for him at, with his strengths? Um, you know, to be perfectly honest with you, um, I think where he's at right now. If, you know, some of these three, four systems, uh, you know, you've got your two gap ones, but then you've got uh, coaches like like Wade Phillips, uh, who are much more they, they, they want the penetrating three, four defensive linemen. They don't want two gaps. No, they want guys that are going to, you know, re- cause problems in the backfield. Uh, so, you know, they can be pretty versatile. If, if I saw any fit for him. That would be it, at least right now, with the way his body's built right now. Now, um, after you put him in an NFL weight room, now I think yes. Now the three technique is a uh, is probably going to be his best fit. And I'll say this too: 
And, and obviously there's, there's never much positive you can take away from an injury, but let's not forget, you know, this guy is going to be healed and he'll have a full off season in a strength and conditioning program before his first initial year. So the player that we saw at Mississippi state may be a lot I mean, he, he may grow leaks and bounds by the time he finally hits an NFL football field, you know, that at the start of that second year, his body, his techniques, things like that. So so I really do think if I'm a team that wants to put him as a three technique, without a doubt, I'm not uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not changing that up at all. So uh, I, I or I'm not I'm not devaluing him at all. Um, but if if I were and I mentioned Wade Phillips, if I'm the Rams sitting there late in the first round, I mean, and he likes that penetrating. That I mean, Wade Phillips likes those uh, penetrating defensive linemen on his three man front. Oh, so I, I think, my goodness, that that would be there'd have to be a player there that I just knew could step in and it's the first round. So that's not un unforeseen, but that I just knew would step in and help this team right away for me to pass up on this kind of upside that this guy's got. Um, so definitely, uh, you know, I, I see what you're saying with the three technique and I definitely think that's in the cards, but you know, if this guy had to play for me tomorrow, if the knee injury weren't an issue, you know, I, I would look at some of those three, four schemes that target, uh, you know, the 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 one guy penetrators, you know, uh, yeah, I, as a home that he could have an immediate impact. Yeah, that that would be that would that would that would probably that would probably be my my second choice. And I didn't didn't even mention that, you know, because, you know, like I said, you know, you, you talk you talk about the get off on the ball when he's when he's playing on the edge. And, you know, he ha he has the option in a lot of these systems. So. You know that that's 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 def that's definitely a, another option for him, and you know, like you know, like I said, I think he's very similar to Chris Jones, and you know, Chris Jones can win as a three, and he can win, he can win, you know, um, you know, in a variety of different ways. So, uh, you know, I, I think it's a it's a good it's a good comparison. You know, we're gonna we're gonna take our last commercial break. We're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about a few teams where it would make sense for Jeffrey Simmons to land. All right, Austin, we're back. Talk to me about maybe, um, you know, take me through a couple teams that, that that might make sense for him as a landing spot. Yeah, you know, I um I, I touched on, uh, on on the Rams late in that first round. Uh, you know, as someone who could certainly um, certainly benefit from a player like this. You know, obviously you've got Donald. Um, Brockers is kind of a, a little bit of a versatile piece in that three-man front. I think he's a guy that that you know could could help in a variety of ways. Way. So that you know that kind of helps you bring in you know a guy like Simmons, knowing that Brockers could possibly help you know in the nose a little bit. Um, but um, you know another team, and I know he's he's gone and visited them, is the uh, the um, Indianapolis Colts. You know that's a team. That their long term, uh, their long term situation on the interior of their defensive line, and I know that they need edge rushers right now. Obviously, they went out and they they made one move with Justin Houston, but but that's a team that definitely um, their interior is not solved on a long term basis. So I could definitely see them. I know they've got a number of picks. Uh, they've got one first, but I think they've got multiple second round picks. And uh, that could definitely um, be a strong fit. And obviously, you know, the year he's sitting out, 
is the year you've got, you know, you've got your current guys, Hunt, you know, and Autry already in position there. So that would definitely be a spot um, I could see him moving. The other spots, um, and, and this is kind of wishful thinking. I know the Cleveland Browns have done their homework on this guy. Obviously, they don't have a first-round pick, but um, but this is a team that's brought him in on a, on a visit, brought him to uh, Cleveland. Um, he's a uh, the kind of guy with a second-round pick where you say, hey, we don't have a first-round pick because we went and got Odell Beckham Jr. Well, my goodness, what happens when we turn around with our second-round pick and take a, a first-round talent and we just have to be patient a year? You know, that's, that's something that, you know, that that could really make sense for them. They really could look for that upside. Because let's be honest, I know everybody wants, you know, because of some of the moves Cleveland's made in the offseason, uh, that they think, oh, you know, we've just gone from pretender to contender, just all in, you know, one fell swoop. You know, that that's not that's not exactly, you know, the case. Cleveland, I do think they're going to be one of the favorites in the NFC North, if not the favorite. But, you know, being a favorite in the AFC is a total different conversation. One that I think if we're talking about Cleveland in that regard, then we're, we're, we're premature in that, in that case. So, you know, but if Cleveland, if this is a guy, you know, that, that made it past that top five, six, seven picks of the second round, if he got into the second round and started sliding down a little bit, those first five or six, seven picks, if I'm the Cleveland Browns, you know, I'm I'm on the phone with teams. Hey guys, what would it take to get up? You know, what could we possibly give up? You know, to to move up. You know, whether it's a player. Obviously, they're they're a little light in the draft this year. Um, could it be a future draft asset? Um, you know, what could we do to to get ourselves up maybe seven eight slots to be able to to get a hold of this guy? Because um, they've obviously. They, they've looked into the guy and, 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 and I'm, I'm pretty sure they're seeing what most scouts are saying as far as the upside goes. So that's another team I could definitely see, uh, see, you know, coveting him and maybe moving their way up the board. I, I like it. Those, 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 those make sense. And again, you know, this is a guy that you have to be patient with and look, there's, if he had this ACL injury, um, you know, this is this is a guy that's going in the top twenty picks. There's there's no there's there's no there's no question on that. I think I think to me, you know, that that's that, that's that's a surefire thing. Um, you know, a a, te- a team a team that would make sense to me. You know, when, when I look at when I look at teams that that maybe would be a fit to take this guy, I look at teams that maybe you know they're they're a couple years away, you know, away from winning, um, and. Uh, you know, a team that that could make sense to me um, really, really would be Oakland um, because they got, you know, you put him next to Maurice Hurst. Um, I think, I th- you know, that th- that's 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 going to change. That's going to change their defense. I mean, how many, you know, we don't we don't we don't we don't see a lot of teams in the NFL that have that have two stud guys that. You know, and look, and Maurice Hurst is another guy that has a little bit of versatility. You're gonna you're gonna play him inside, but you know, you know, with with the flexibility that you have there, adding that piece there, uh, combined with the fact that the Raiders c- can still, you know, they can take another edge rusher, maybe a Brian Burns or someone something like that. I like the strategy of the Raiders. You know, you know, they might they they, they, they you know who knows they might try still try to get Kyler Murray, but uh, I think a lot of this year's focus really has to be. 
uh, on their on their defense. And I think you know you got Maurice Hurst last year. You got to imagine he's going to develop. You got to be patient. They're not ready to win now. You know that's something that's something that would make sense to me. Um, another another team that would make sense, you know, is is you know they're picking around the same spot in the draft, uh, and that and that's and that's gonna, that's going to be the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, I mean, so I, I was I almost corrected myself and said San Diego. Wait, it's not the Los Angeles. <laughs> oh 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 yes oh yes it is okay. Um, but I th- I think you know that that's that's another, that's another team that that makes sense. You know, in term in terms of. The future of their defense, you know, if you look at where the Chargers have struggled a lot, you know, the last the last few years, it's been it's been in their run defense. And, um, you know, you, you're going to you're going to ask this guy, Jeffrey Simmons, to come in and, uh, you know, take, you know, he, you know, if you're going to be in a one on one battle with him, uh, he's 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 going to use his power and he's going to find the ball carrier. Um, which he which he's shown he can do. So uh, those those are two those are two teams that would that that would that would make that would make sense to me. And, uh, you know, in, in, ter- in terms of his value, uh, I think, you know, this is this is, you know, this is one of the best players in the NFL draft. Certainly, certainly one of the best defensive linemen. And, and again, you know, I think it's because, you know, he's got that versatility. Look, this is I'm going to say this now. This is a this is a can't miss prospect. There's there's no way with his floor that at some point in time he's not going to start carving out a niche for himself. And you got to imagine with. You know, look, guys recover from ACL injuries and they're fine for the rest of their career. We see it. I mean, look, look at what Todd Gurley has done. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, it, it happens. You know, and and it, it, I I think I think w- with the trend we've seen from ACL injuries, you know, we we can't we can't, I don't think yeah you got to devalue the guy, but but I think in terms of long term, these these guys come back and they're you know, oftentimes better than other. And a lot of times they don't, they don't re-injure it. But when, when you look at, you know, his floor, his floor is so high. That's why I'm saying, you know, he's, he's a can't miss. Uh, do I think he has Aaron Donald's potential? Absolutely not. Um, but, you know, I think, I think he's potential to be, you know, in that class of guys, you know, like, like a Chris Jones, who's really turning into one of the best, still one of the best defensive linemen uh, in football. He wins with length, power and he- and heavy hands and uh you know i i think you know if you look at the fact that where he's going to get drafted he's probably going to be a steal if this team holds on to him long term so that's going to wrap up everything we have for today uh this is steve fishkin aka steve the scout joined by my co-host austin smith here we are the scouts at the pro football scouting show remember uh this show is brought to you by pigskinnut.com we're going to be having a live uh draft update uh so you know, so tune into our Facebook page or our Twitter page during the draft. Facebook's be the is Facebook is be where you want to go uh, because we're going to be kind of copying and pasting a lot of uh, screenshotting a lot of that stuff. But when you're on Facebook, you know the first three rounds, tune in every single pick. We're we're going to give you our live analysis from our team of scouts, which is different than than what you're going to get on national television. Look, on national television, they all want to paint. You know, a nice pretty picture, but we're gonna we're gonna tell you after evaluating these players, were these good picks? And what do we think of them? Give you guys a different perspective from guys that know and understand the game. Again, Steve the Scout, Austin Smith, Pro Football Scouting Show. We're out.